Yo, welcome back. Welcome to the Glenbrook Village Podcast. We are your hosts, Knox and Campos. Coming back to you after episode one. And a lovely weekend for me. How about you? Uh, my weekend was all right. I didn't do much. It was all right. Are you, is it, are you guys like already doing Thanksgiving stuff or next weekend? No, that doesn't, doesn't start till next week. And you're all going back to Calgary? No, not this time. It's going to be my first Thanksgiving, uh, not in Calgary, not with the fam. Just couldn't sign it. Are you, uh, so who's cooking? Um, well, I'm going out to, I'm going out to Bree's cabin for two days, I think, because that's all I could swing with work is just the two, just like the two days off on the weekend, because I just started, just started my two jobs only like a month ago. So could only get the weekend off. So that's a short drive from here. It's about four hours. And I think the person cooking is going to be her aunt. So her aunt's supposed to, like her, her aunt this summer cooked for us and we went there for a barbecue and it was pretty good. So if it's anything like that, that won't be bad. That's not bad. It's been like, it's been weird being down here in the States and like adjusting to the fact that you know, their Thanksgiving's in November. Yeah, how I'm so, I'm so used to just like <laughs> off, like a early Thanksgiving and then after Thanksgiving in Canada from like that October mid October on, it's like all Christmas shit. I just wanna know, like, how did you feel when you first went down there and then and you experienced a whole week off? Here it feels here feels like a like a normal long weekend. Maybe you get four days off, but most times you get just three. It's nice having that like that break. I think they kind of use like Thanksgiving as like a excuse to give you that week off school. Cause you know how like recently I know recently like when I was at SAIT, they started giving off like some time first semester. Because people were just getting stressed out. Oh, it was... Um... Like, they just called it, like, a reading break? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much the same thing. Like, I think they just, oh, we got a big holiday coming up. Let's just give them five, six days so that they don't feel, like, super overwhelmed. Especially because once, you, uh, once you're done Thanksgiving, like, that Thanksgiving break here, you're pretty much... At the end of your semester. <clears throat> Actually, oh, I guess, I guess that makes sense okay. because yeah, you were when's Thanksgiving in in the states? Is it November like third weekend, second weekend of November? Bro, I don't know. And then I, I have no idea. The thing that throws me off because because you were saying about how you're at the end of your first semester is. It threw me off so much when certain friends would come back from uh, from school in the States, but they'd come back at such weird months. They wouldn't be off at the same time as the Canadian universities, or at, or at least as the majority of the Canadian universities in Alberta or around Alberta. 
because yeah, some some? People, I played sports with some of them and they'd tell me how, you know, they'd leave midway through a season or they'd leave into September sometimes. And I was so confused because they'd start at such different times. Yeah, every school is on a different timetable, essentially. Like some schools are, are similar in their timetables work, but I remember like, you know, sometimes spring breaks don't line up. Even with like schools in like the same state, like the spring breaks don't line up. It just depends on like how the school decides to work their schedule. Yeah. So that's just kind of how that goes. No, that's fair. So what we going? It's just kind of, it's just weird how the, how they do that. But um. Anyways, so this past week was a lot. This, a lot happening. Yeah, this was a <laughs> a doozy. This, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. Obviously, I think I'm, the most prominent one. I'm ready just... to start with the debate, honestly, and just kind of go from there because I think that's like a perfect place. Go ahead, start it off. That's a good one. Man, that debate was messy. I even forgot that happened at the beginning of this week, to be honest. It just feels as if so much has happened in the past two days that I feel so far off. You got to think that debate was like last week and Thursday. It was Tuesday. It was Wednesday or Tuesday. Yeah. I can't remember. Either way, like it was just, it was not good to watch. It was, but honestly, like watching it, I was like, this debate is kind of, a perfect example of like what's like how the country is right now, like very divided, not a lot of listening and a lot of arguing. Like yeah. there was, if I was like an undecided voter, if I was undecided, I don't think that it would have swayed me in either direction. Fair. There's just like a imagine. lot. I can't imagine being an undecided voter right now. How are you able to choose? There's just like too much going on for you to kind of make a logical decision right now, I feel like. I mean, you obviously have like the people who are, you know, no matter what, they're always going to vote Republican. No matter what, they're always going to vote Democrat. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, right now, it's, like, definitely, like, a tricky time to be, like, going through a presidential election with all the stuff that's, like, going on here. Because mm-hmm. literally, like, the way things are right now, everything's up for debate. And there's no satisfy- satisfying either side right now, it seems like. I, you know, it's it's tough because you almost want to there's there's times where i see both sides of certain debates or i can see maybe not the entire scope or angle or even every single fact or not fact but point i end up seeing maybe a few and it's hard to not try and dig like at least for myself it's hard for me not to 
trying to understand that there's like a person behind some of these thoughts and what got them there. But it's it's kind of scary at the same time. It's kind of scary how certain thoughts and certain sides are taken. And sometimes they make no sense. Sometimes to me, at least, they make no sense. And to watch like, that... And to watch sometimes that to be on such a big platform when it goes on to like the federal level and everyone's watching it or hearing about it, that's even scarier to think that people have that type of rhetoric or thought process. And especially because even when they tend to explain it, I still fail to grasp some of the concepts. And I also then fail to see how that these sides are just too extreme, too much. I know what you mean. There's definitely like a big disconnect a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like a lot of I don't phrase this. I I don't know. I just feel like not a, so many people are are so set in their ways that they kind of really don't take the time to even consider listening to like what the other side has to say Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day it doesn't matter who gets elected president because democrat or republican that person you know we're we're stuck with them like that's going to be our president regardless at this point it almost looks as if even if biden wins Trump's not really going to want to give it up that easily, at least. So we can hope that who we elect or who they elect is who ends up becoming president. But if it isn't Trump, I don't know if he takes lightly to it, you know? I don't know. I've been like, you hear like a lot of different things coming from him where he's like, oh, if, if I lose this election, like, you'll probably never, never hear from me again. Mm-hmm. And then there's also that other side where he's like, they've been asking him if he'll accept the results of the election. And he's like, I'm not saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just. And we're, you know, we're close to like two, two weeks, three weeks. It's coming right around the corner. But the thing is, like, with with COVID and so many people this year who are like voting from home doing like doing the mail-ins doing the absentees Mm -hmm. it's gonna it's gonna take a while for them to actually sort through all of that yeah I wonder especially because I feel that especially the American system um even up here in Canada they um they fail to embrace technology so the fact that they don't want to use certain polls or counters and things like that, and they have everything's person done and manual, that also puts a massive slowdown to the efficiency of counting those votes and knowing the results. Yeah, but like those, like to go like, do you mean like going like electronic? Yeah. Like, are you talking about, like, say I voted from home and, like, I just, like, went on my computer and it was, like, a secure network? Not even, Is that what you're saying? Like, not even like that. I'm, I'm saying 
instead of having instead of having these you know how so even you do have these pole stations instead of having to paper that you then go into a booth and you do the entire process you know and put it give it back to the person who then cuts off part of a slip and you toss it into the box wouldn't it be easier for you to go in you get your id checked you get a little ballot you go to a machine you toss your ballot in there you pick your voter and then you leave and it, it like prints out a ticket or a sticker for you saying i voted and you're done and then it's already counted it's already put into the system i think that is how it's it already or it's or it's already stored really people already because i think that's how that's everywhere. how it works when you vote in person everywhere i voted in person at least in canada is still all person done like i go in with a little marker i mark off who i need if i'm out of the box it could be void if i don't do the right type of check mark or mark it could be void it leaves a lot of room for error well shit canada needs to invest some money then why when you go have you voted in person you haven't well no when you go and vote in person in the u.s you don't use a machine do you yeah there's like a there's like a polling like system what yeah there's like there's there's some places you go where I'm pretty sure they have like a polling system where like you just it's not like yeah like you just press like some places have that like where you press the button and it's like you know you pick who you want to vote for and then it counts the ballot like, right there how else do you think they have like the real-time result man we don't have that but like, like there I don't think everywhere is like that but like I definitely don't think it's like fully fuck I don't know I shouldn't be talking yeah. about things I don't know this is gonna be my first year <laughs> This is gonna be my first year, like actually voting. I've never you been invested. Well, I've never been invested in politics enough to be like, you know what? I'm gonna go vote. Motherfucker out here, motherfucker out here lying. <laughs> I don't know. I just lying. never, I just never been like invested in politics. Yes, yeah, sir. I, uh, I don't know. There's like a quote. Hitting them with the quotes every time, but um, I forget who it was. Says that it's like people who aren't invested in politics because I I got it a lot from Brianna and a few a few friends in the past four four to six years. I said I'm too invested in American politics or politics in general, and some I just remember reading someone saying you know it's hard not to be invested when politics pretty much runs your life like it decides everything for you, and I may not do it at that extreme. I feel more so for people in the states you know that they can't they can't afford to not be political because if they're not they're letting other people make choices for them and those choices could have dire consequences and some of those consequences are what we're seeing today some repercussions so i don't know i'm i appreciate that you're getting into politics now but i can only imagine like how do you feel or have you ever felt like you can't i guess you lived in canada so it would have been different for you but do you want to like speak on that? Like, do you feel, do you feel like you can't afford to be, to not be in, into like into politics down there? Was that the change or was it something personal? No, like for me, it was more like I was never, I just don't like, don't get politics. And like, what I mean by that is like, I just don't understand like, You know, I just don't like political systems are so confusing. Okay. So it's very like it's very difficult, like if it's something that you're not interested in, mm -hmm. to get invested in it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, you know, it's like there's so many people who run for like local office, like all these different offices that in order for you to like go out and be informed, like you have to go through and like read through all their shit. And a lot of times, like, you know, I really just don't care enough to read all that. So I think that's what, like, my mate, I think that's why I, I, like, didn't really, like, want to get invested into it. Because, you know, you can always, you can always gauge how an election is going to go based off of just the general public. So it's like, what's the point in getting, like, so heavily invested? I think the only reason why I'm so invested right now mm-hmm. is because of like this is the first time I, I can think of where like a president's been so vocal like 24-7 like this guy's on Twitter all the time mm-hmm. you know what I mean so when it's like and then the fact that he's on Twitter all the time and like social media is such a big thing you're always seeing it so it's like you kind of can't not get invested into it because it's getting thrown into your face. Yeah, that's true. Like, bro, everybody on everybody on every timeline is talking about Trump and Biden. Like, you can't avoid it. So I think that's the only reason why I've been, like, paying attention to it is because it's just so out there. Fair. Is there anything... So I guess there's nothing, there's nothing outside of them politically that you you care about or like or at least keeping up on uh man i i don't know i have a hard time like trusting the government yeah because i feel like like you know when it comes to the government a lot of time politicians are pushing their own personal agenda big time more than they more than they are for the country Mm -hmm. so it's like you know why do i really want to get invested in somebody who's not entirely invested in myself maybe that's why and i don't know i don't know how it works everywhere else but i i wonder if voting municipally would affect you more you know yeah that's like not necessarily as much but more you know a little bit more close to home so you can see the changes maybe more bylaws and things like that yeah i definitely think like local elections are definitely like more important to pay attention to yeah just just because of the way the system works mm-hmm. like it's definitely more important to pay attention to those like elections when you're voting uh but i don't like I don't know. I just like. I can't really like fuck heavy with politicians. Because sure. they all like. They all do some type of fuck shit. What, who was that premier of Alberta who had like the. That nice ass penthouse in downtown Calgary? Like mm, Harper? No, it, was, it wasn't. Was it Notley? I don't. Yeah, I don't think it was Harper, because he lived in. He was in a different part. Of the I'm not talking about the prime minister, bro. I'm talking about yeah. premier. Uh, was it not Nolly? Not. I don't know. I just remember yeah. like. 
I just remember that whole scandal came out and she like she had like a nice ass penthouse in Calgary and like, Are you talking about the one that flew that also used taxpayer Oh yeah. that was some lady premier necessarily. I think she was part of the cat I don't even know what she was part of. But if this is the one you're talking about, I think she was either I think she was a conservative. And she just used money to fly. Right? And like fly out her daughter's friends and stuff on private jets. Yeah, and they had like a nice ass like fucking place to stay mm-hmm. in Calgary. I don't know. That's it's it's like shit like that you hear you're like man it, like that's true. They always say it, it takes money to win an election and like I I don't even know like if a lot of the people who run for certain things are actually invested in those mm-hmm. things or they're like or they're like hey if I support this group of people that has this amount of money they're going to back me and they're going to vote for me and then all the people who they trust are going to vote for me you know what i mean like that that's how politics works in my eyes yeah unfortunately i don't think it i don't think it really has that much to do with what the everyday normal citizen feels like like at the at the federal level it's it's tough just because um maybe i'm a little bit too on the optimistic side, but I want to believe that at least that's, that's, I feel like that's changing and I want to believe that it's changing with the younger generation because even my sister and the generation is just younger than her and even the ones just before her, I feel have really taken a, the time to care about certain policies and certain getting behind certain um, beliefs and you're almost seeing a changing of guard there. You're almost seeing a new wave of people come in and even in BC alone, there was someone on the green party. I think I believe she or he, they, I'm going to say they, because I don't remember reading the exact pronoun. They, um, they're going, they're running to be the youngest, the youngest person to have like a riding for a federal, uh, is a provincial for a provincial election. I think at 17 or 18. So it gives me hope, you know, that some of these people are taking, certain those younger generations kind of taking it more serious than maybe we have and how you feel is maybe how they may have felt or it's what they paid attention to and they want to change that so i don't know i i I mean the younger money but i just don't think that they're i don't believe that the younger generations are going to be swayed by money it's clear that that's not something that is just being given to them even as much as people talk about certain streams of income like youtube and becoming an influencer and how that wasn't a job in their day but these kids are given a pretty shitty economy to come into and you know 2020 alone is enough to be in your early 20s you know late teens and be thinking what what's happening in the earth what's what really matters and what can i do to change it so i don't know yeah like they're oh. <laughs> They're more, inf- they're more informed now. Like it's is it's easier to get your hands on that information. But with that, but with that comes, you know, do you think? Would you would you tend as you get older, would you tend to believe more if this younger generation started to come up and they were more involved in not just more involved in politics, but were actually voted in, and you started to see them get into office 
into these positions of power and start to make changes that maybe you would have never thought were possible or that you've always thought would be good changes, but you've never actually seen enacted? I don't know if I trust the younger generation just yet. It's not a, not a thing. No. Well, they got to like grow up a little bit first. Well, like, yeah, we all do. It, it, yeah, we all do. But like, just like some of the things you see from these kids online, like on the internet, I don't think you can like fully trust them yet. All right. Because like, a, I think if like maybe like more people our age decided we're like getting into it, I'd be a little bit more invested because I think. Because we, we grew up, like, kind of, like, during this whole rise of, like, the digital age, I want to say. So we kind of, we kind of got to see it more, we kind of get to, got to see how the world changed, like, so drastically from, like, think about when me and you first met to, like, how different everything is now. Oh, big time. Big time. And I think we, I think we'd be, like, we, the reason why I don't think, like, any Gen Z kids would be good to like run for office right now is because uh, they are like way too consumed by everything they see online and they kind of take, they kind of take everything they see online, like to heart. In like, do you mean information that they take in or just are you saying like trends and stuff on social media specifically? I'm saying everything. Like, I don't think they do. I don't think there's like much research being done by like Gen Z kids. I think it's like they hop on a trend and they just like ride that fucking wave or like they see one headline and they just, they see one headline and then they run with that narrative from that one article. Like I know for me, like if I say I see something like, a, a major story breaks. Okay. I instantly go and look for other news sources on that story mm-hmm. and see if they all match up. You know what I'm saying? That's only because Andrew's. <laughs> that's only because Andrew's tricked your ass too many times. No, it's not because <laughs> of him. I've always been like that. <laughs> too many times he just sends you a badly photoshopped photo, and you're sitting there like, oh. <laughs> no, not all the time. He. Bro, he's, he sends me stuff, and I'll be like, this is a fucking joke. And he thinks he, like, you guys thinks he has me tricked? And I'm like, yo, shut, I'm always like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, I know you're joking. He's like, no, I'm not joking. I'm like, dude, I know you're joking. To the point where it drags, it drags out for so long that, like, I know he's, I know him. I know he's sitting there, like, like, chuckling, and I'm in my house, like, I'm in my house, like, getting pissed off at my cell phone because I know he like, it's like, yo, just stop the joke. Like I, I, I pegged you like off the first message, like cut it out. <laughs> I just, I do like that. That's pretty much it. Cause anytime I've seen him, anytime I've been around him when he's got, got something going or he's working on something on his phone. Cause it's not, it's not as if he pulls up a laptop and starts cutting out all this work then sends it to you. He's dying laughing. I think he likes his material way more than 
that anybody else does, and I appreciate it so much because it makes it that much funnier. Yeah, but like a, a lot, of, yeah, I can't tell you how many times like I'm like, dog, I know this isn't real, and he just keeps going off the joke. I'm like, all right, dog, I'll let you have your fun. No, but okay. But you know now, yeah, like. But... I think now I'm getting him, though. I think my Photoshop work is better than him. Well, it's because you actually take the time these days. He's out here just trying to speed through it. I don't think I... I don't think I... I don't really take that much time. I just think I'm more clever than you guys gave me credit for. I ain't the one not giving you credit. (laughs) I feel like people gotta start paying me my dues, man. Like, I... (laughs) Like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, bro. I feel like I'm... I feel like I'm subtly, like... I'm just, like, subtly sarcastic. So you want to be called Mr. Low-Key? Yeah. No, I don't want to... No, we don't. (laughs) We can just cut out those fucking nicknames. Hey, that's not a... I don't need any fucking nicknames, bro. No, I just like too old. Could, yeah, like call me by my government. I stopped calling Sir Fry Sir Fry. <laughs> my government. Matter of fact, name. I gotta <laughs> fucking done. Call me by my government name. Uh well, the only the only people who can call me by nicknames are like Your mom. Oh. Yeah, my mom called me a nickname. I'll accept that because like you're never going to get your parents to, like, stop calling you some nickname. They've been calling you since you Moms were a little untouched. kid. If I, yeah, if I have a significant other. Oh, hell yeah. You have to. I, well, I think it depends. There's, yeah. I think you should also have your boundaries because there are some, and maybe, maybe they enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe they enjoy it in the privacy of their own, of their own um, relationship. But there are some names that people tend to yeah. call other names, pet names. In public, and I'm I cannot yeah, I, believe yeah. it sometimes because I'm like your partner cannot appreciate. I don't this. Hear you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I want to hear your fucking pet name. Like, like keep that shit to yourself. And then, like, if you say like you've known me for a long time, and like, like me and you, we've known each other since what, like 2005. Say you gave me a nickname in 2005. That's cool. You can keep calling me that Please. fucking nickname. But if I met you like last month. And we start hanging out, and you give me a nickname? Like, no, call me by my you, first name. How do you feel about things like, because there's a lot, how do you feel about, like, candid situations? And someone just calls you calls you something based off of a situation that you've experienced with them or an event because they don't really recall your name at the moment. Or maybe it's just, like, a fitting. No, I, like, if you mean, like, it's, yeah, like, a joke? Yeah, like, an, like, like, at the, no, that, like, that's funny, but, like, don't. Don't see me like four months later and like call me that same nickname. What if they're friends with you for those four months? And then they bring it up. That might be I, different. I, I, but I, still, I, I, like I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm at that age now where you can just you can just call me by my government. Or whatever name you choose to go by that or, day. By, by my last name. <laughs> like either either call me by my government. Like, that's my government, yeah. Call me my first name, my last name, my middle name, whatever. Okay, I'm going to throw one more idea out at you. 
what about if you started getting called by one of your handles, like one of your social media handles? Oh, people already really? do that. Obviously. Yeah, some some of the some of the kids at school here do oh, that. I don't mind so it. You it's like things too now, huh? <laughs> no, like it's like two kids. Uh, I right, so you got a couple <laughs> of kids. So you weren't like yeah, fucking... it's, it's like yeah, like it's not every not everybody calling me like by my Instagram handle. That's like whatever. Like your new one, your new one. Because like I I I changed oh. it back. I had to. I was like, man, I've had this Instagram handle for too long to change it. I'm glad no one took it from you while you decided to put it on hold. Yeah, that would have been tragic. For being honest. Yeah, especially because you and your couple of fans would have been very upset. Me, me and the two fat people I I follow me on my Instagram handle. Is that how they met? Is that how they met you, or did you just meet them through school? No, I, like just like through school, and then they like follow me on Instagram. They're like, yeah. actually, you know what's funny is there's a couple people who thought that, like, because my Instagram handle is Corey Flight. By the way, follow me on Instagram, Corey Flight. But like, people thought that Flight was my last name. You. There was like a couple people. They were like, "Yo, your last name's not Flight." I was like, "No." They're like, why is, your, why is that your Instagram handle? I was like, and so I had to like explain the whole story of how I got that Instagram yeah. handle. But like, because what, because like I do like the long jump, the triple jump track. And one day, for a while, my Instagram handle was like Corey Jumps. And I just like posted a new jump video on Instagram and I was at work. And one of the, like one of the boys came in who I like met like through the restaurant I was working at, he was like, yo, that video's sick, man. He's like, you should change your name to Corey Flight. I was like, oh, I like that. So that's how that happened. But that was like five years ago. And it was just kind of stuck. It's maybe five, six years ago. And that's just like how I, I got the Instagram handle, but it's not like a nickname. Cause no, like, yo, do any of you guys call me Corey Flight? No. Yeah. Yeah. I like it though. I like that handle. <laughs> kind of funny that two people call you that. But I could also see that as a last name. You know, there's so many names. So many things you could be these days. So, I don't know. I don't see it as too, too weird that they thought that was your last name. It was just funny. I was like, no, that's not my last name. And then now, like, going through that process of, like, me wanting to like actually change my last name and like looking into that and how much it's going to cost. But I think I'm kind of like settled on, I think maybe I'll wait till I like yeah. get married. So that like me and the like, knock on wood, it happens. But like, so that the person I'm, I'm married to, we can both go and like change our last name. And then like, you know, we have this like, kind of start like our own little legacy even though like it is a family last name like it's not like it's like a a family name by like my grandfather's like grandmother you know what I mean like it's super far down like the lineage 
I had to go back to find that one. Kind of cool though. How'd you find it? Yeah. Uh, my mom. Like my mom was like, kind of running through the family tree. It's just kind of like, you know, my parents divorced when I was super young. And I don't know. I haven't seen my dad since yeah, like so 2002. You keeping the name. I don't. I don't want his fuck. Yeah, like I don't want his fucking last name. <laughs> yeah, but... that's just like I. I'm like I just don't want. You, I just like don't want to carry on like that last name onto my kids and like so on okay. and so forth. So for me, that's why I want to change it. No, that's not a. I think that's a good reason. I think anytime that someone wants to change their name, drop ad whatever. You know, personally for me, I hope since it's like a big decision, hopefully you're making way for each person. But I think it's cool. I think it's cool that like that's a good reason. It's personal. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, like it, it's a it's like already a family name. It's on my mom's side, and like I don't even talk to anybody on my dad's side yeah. of my family. So why would I, mean, I want to keep what, that last what are you name? Carrying that around for, yeah, that's fair. Um, like both the only people I did keep in contact with them on that side of the family were my grandparents, really, and they no. both passed away. So it's just kind of I'm not really like close to anybody over there. That's kind of sad, but so at least the at least since you moved down to to Cleveland, you've had. You've always kind of been around more family, right? So that's kind of cool. You have family situated there. Well, my my mom's side of the family is just, mm-hmm. is just bigger. Like when you're obviously like when your parents divorce and then like my mom got full custody, so I'm obviously going to be spending more time around my mom's side yeah. of the family. So I just got close with them, and then especially like. Once we when we moved from the states to Canada, my dad's side of the family kind of took it as like a slight, and then just started like being super nasty towards mom. Yeah, dude, it, it was, it was. Yeah, Wait, I don't just, even want to get just into it. Just because your mom, no, you don't but, have to. But just because your mom left, that's how they took it. That sounds like a them problem. Yeah, they kind of took it like, oh, I can't like, almost like, oh, I can't believe you're like taking our grandkids away from us like brought like you know like yeah. travel exists <laughs> like like we can mm-hmm. we can visit you like and you can visit us but yeah like you said it's a them it's really like a them problem it's not really like a us problem i have it hasn't really like mm-hmm. bothered me that much until until maybe like two yeah two years ago when i first came down here my like I don't know how my dad got my email, or maybe I gave, I don't know, he started contacting me again, but it was, like, flagrant shit he was saying, so I just, like, cut him off. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, no, we're good, bro. He was like, I, like, I really don't need to fucking talk to you. I, I don't, I don't know, I guess I'm just, I'm pretty lucky to have, um, not have had to experience that, because I think too many times I've heard of um, parents who end messy, so then they take it out on the kids, and I'll never understand that. And even working with kids, it's so shitty. I don't understand how an adult 
like, oh, you remind me of, of something in my life that didn't work out, so I'm going to take it out on you. It just feels so, it's so selfish. It's so, it's so stupid. And it's so harmful. Like, it's, it's hard, it's, it's, it's way more harmful than yeah, what some people like... try to let off, you know? It's sometimes, some of these kids I work with don't really realize, they don't tend to realize how much it changes, it affects how they react to certain situations, it affects how they, if they're proactive, if they're reactive to a situation, it really puts them in a spot where they're going through more mature emotions or developing deeper feelings you know, sad turns into 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 like really really deep sadness, and being alone turns into like super deep loneliness and isolation, and things of that matter. And being slightly mad turns into full frustration and anger. Um, and, and it's sad. I don't understand why why that needs to happen, and how some of these parents don't see the repercussions that they're having on their own kin. Some people are crazy, bro. Shit happens. What you're saying, like, pretty much happened to me. I couldn't, I think I've, like, just recently, like, in the past couple of years, kind of started to figure out, like, mm-hmm. how to deal with everything mm-hmm. properly. But, like, kind of, like, it It kind of took, like, up until I was, like, 23, 24 to kind of yeah. get to that point. It's tough, it's tough, but, like, once you figure out how to get past that point, you start to like feel a lot better. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad. But, any, but anyways, I'm not no, I'm glad. Be all glad you. Fucking depressed. Glad you go, you're on the come nah. up, you know, because that's that's <laughs> that's. I mean. But yeah, I wanted to. Uh, so at going back to how we were talking about the debate. Kind of wanted to talk about the shit that's happened since, yeah. like the fallout from that, with Trump and like a bunch of people who like, like a bunch of people like get in it, yeah. Who like are his supporters? For me, it like when I heard he got it, I was like, I kind of felt like he was—he's been playing chicken with the coronavirus for a long time. I feel like. Like I, I, and there's, there's a, this isn't like the first time somebody in his staff has tested positive for it or like the vice president's staff. I was like, man, if, if this guy's not ca- like careful, like in the back of my mind, I was like, yo, if he's not careful, like he's going to get it. And now he has. He doesn't believe in it either. Uh, it, I. floored <laughs> you with that one, eh? It's not that. I think it's it's kind of like irresponsible the way he's just reacting to it because cause he's the president of the United States and he's getting like medical care that you and I can't afford. Yeah. And he's got people with him like around the clock 24-7 for just in case anything happens. Like, yo, like, I live... I don't know if I told you, like, I live... I live, like, kind of close-ish to where they held the presidential debate. 
so like yeah so i like saw the presidential motorcade like drive through my fucking neighborhood and I, like there's an ambulance in it like there's an ambulance that falls behind that motorcade just in case something happens like i mm-hmm. we don't have that luxury like if i was like like there's nobody at my house right now if i was to fucking pass out right now in my bathroom game over i'm fucked good thing i'm on the line <laughs> but if he like if he like yeah <laughs> no but i'm just saying like you know what i mean like if, if i pass out of my house right now and there's nobody home like that's a wrap for me but if he like he has so many people around him 24 7 like that if something were to happen to him like an mm-hmm. over complication from the virus he's gonna get the medical attention he needs like asap like they're not gonna mess around like you know he's gonna get treated and he's gonna yeah. get helped out right away I definitely like I definitely think he'll recover from it but I just hope people like don't get blinded by the fact that you know he's the president he can afford to not he can afford like he can get sick and get the best medical attention that like in the world so like for him to kind of be like oh like don't let it don't be afraid like don't let it Mm-hmm. control your life it's like yeah that's very easy for you to say when you're not paying for the medical attention you receive yeah he uh i don't know man he's a special special kind of man <laughs> i'm bro if i get sick if i get sick right if i get sick right now they're just gonna rub some vicks on my chest and send me back to my house man sometimes i feel like so many cultures are the same because my i feel like that was always the joke running fam like running joke in my culture too. Get some, get some Vicks. Bro, some just rub some Vicks on your chest. Go, go take a hot <laughs> bath. Yeah, go and then lay down on your. Go take a hot. They tell you go take a hot bath. Pairs, you know, sweat that shit out. Go rub some Vicks sleep. on your chest. Yeah, yeah. Rub some Vicks on your chest. Fucking sleep in a a full like not even like a, not even like a sweatsuit. They're like, bro, go put on some snow pants and a heavy winter yeah. coat, like a. Like a toque, uh, hey, like they yeah. bundle up and lay up, drink some ginger ale, and some, eat some saltines, and lay on your fucking back, and you'll be fine. Picks. Yes, <laughs> sweat it out. Go. I don't. I don't know about you, but like yo, the minute like I, like when it's flu season, I feel like that scratch in the back of my throat, like we're like ah, ah. The first thing I, right away, it's like all right, let me go get some Nyquil and just chug the whole bottle. Yeah, and go to, like, but I'll, I'll go through all those, like, steps first. All right, I'm going to take a hot-ass bath so, like, my body's, like, overheated. I'm going to rub some Vicks on my chest. I'm going to shotgun this bottle of NyQuil. I'm going to bundle up. Oh, I'm going to, like, burrito myself. Yeah, I'm going to burrito myself into the into my blankets and just uh, take it from there. No, nah, I... I still tend to like, I still tend to put on a hoodie and some sweats, even if it's a little bit in summer and I've got a scratch in my throat, but I always go straight for the salt rinse now. That is a game changer. That salt rinse, it's, true, it's true. nasty. And it's, Ugh. and it's, like, oh yeah. Like man, salt water? Like, you gotta, you gotta make it like it's the fucking thing. Yeah, my, is it? Is it weird that like I don't I don't mind it? Like, 
like doing this like doing that like like i don't mind how, doing that salt rinse how, how saturated is it for you i just do whatever oh, they said to do online my instructions bro i put it on until it's like super saturated what do you do? No, tip no, the whole I thing over no, like an hour, like an hourglass, and just water, like let it pour water, into the. Just enough to. And then take the whole, take the whole thing of salt and like no, dump it into least, the. I'm saying at least two tablespoons <laughs> in that bitch. And you're putting about, I don't know, for me it's about three gargles, so it's however much you want to put in your mouth. Pause, but it's however much you want. You know, <laughs> it's however, it's however many, like. You know what I'm saying. Three mouthfuls equivalent in that cup is what I'm putting in for water, and I'm adding two tablespoons of salt-ish. I don't know. It's not a science. <laughs> so like, you gotta eyeball. Uh, uh, you gotta eye. You gotta eyeball. Your I feel own, you. You know, at this point you're an adult. You gotta <laughs> pause. You're an adult. You better know what your mouthfuls are. <laughs> pause. Uh, there's no choice. I had to. I had to go there. <clears throat> but yo, yo, you you know what's funnier from this is like, you know, uh, you know who Kelly like Kellyanne Conway is like, she, she used to be like a senior mm-hmm. advisor to Trump, and uh, like she tested positive. Those videos of her daughter on TikTok is it, is that the one of her killer. She's like mad at her, right? I think I only saw one, like a clip of one. There, there's like a bunch. Like she posted one, and it was like about her, like mom mm. walking around the house coughing after like mm. Trump had just tested positive, and then like, and then her mom tested positive like right afterwards. But apparently, like, so her, like her daughter was like on. Like, I don't go on TikTok, so I just, like, get what, whatever, like, is mm-hmm. passing around through the, the timeline. And uh, her her daughter was, like, making some pretty bold allegations about what? Trump's health. How old's her daughter? 15. Uh, hold on, let me find the tweets. I'm pretty sure I had sent it to you guys in the in the group chat, but she was like, "Has like Trump Trump had tweeted? He's like, yeah, I'm leaving like the medical center at 6:30. Like I'm feeling good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life." And she was like, she like commented on it. She's like, "Guys, LMAO, he's not doing better. He's so ridiculous. Apparently, he's doing so badly, and they're doing what they can to stabilize him." She's so you're saying she was making the allegations and then that she was saying that like he's not gonna be better? No, she was just saying he like his condition's a lot worse than like what mm-hmm. they're presenting. But like personally, I I think he's probably gonna I don't be know, fine. Do you, I don't know if you recall Herman Kane when he passed away. And there was an article breaking down his <clears throat> breaking down his um, timeline between when he caught COVID and tested positive to when he passed away. And it was about a 27-day window, if I'm not incorrect. But in a weird way, because this man was also involved in politics and had, I'd assume he has some 
connection to some pretty good health care with Trump. You never know, you know, as much as you're saying about the whole good health and bro, having nobody, people around you. Bro, nobody's, nobody's health. No, no, no. Nobody's health care is on the president. The window and how it's, at least how Herman Keynes was portrayed in the media and how it was, the information was released from, um, because I think Herman Keynes was a little bit on the right side. So from the right side, the same way they're releasing Trump's information, it kind of follows the exact same timeline. So far, it's followed the exact same amount of days they're saying in the same way they're announcing it about how he's feeling better, but it's actually the breath that's looking bad. So who knows? Well, like from like from what I've like read from people, like I've heard like the first like five, six mm-hmm. days you have it isn't that bad. It's like day seven to eight is when it kind of like it creeps up on you. And that's when you kind of get hit with like mm-hmm. the pretty bad symptoms. And so right now, I, so we're kind of pulling up close to that time for, because you don't really know when he contracted it. Yeah. Like he could have had it at any point. And he, it has like a, like there's an incubation period for like the virus. I know people were like kind of bitching because some people said, there's like news reports coming out that like apparently he he yep. knew he was positive on Wednesday. I don't know if I want to think he was like that irresponsible. You don't want to. You don't want to give the man the. Why well, it's just it's just it's like you know like like I understand like you know maybe he's like you know he's definitely like you know don't let it consume your life like he doesn't want. Yeah the American public to get scared. So, like, I could understand. And, like, obviously, when the president gets sick, like, it doesn't matter who you support. It's, like, automatically your mind starts to go, like, yo, what happens, like, if this guy passes away? And then, especially right now, where we're in the middle, like, we're in elections, like, like, people are voting right now. You know what I mean? Like, we're in the, it's not like, oh, the uh, election, like, it's not like normal, like election day is November 3rd, like people are going to go out and vote on November 3rd, like people right now are voting. So it's like, that's what makes it like a sticky situation. And it's like, it's too, like if, if he was to pass away, like shit would go into free fall for a little I, bit there. You know, I don't think it'd go into free fall as much. Like I think it'd be. No, it it I because I read into I thought, it. it I gets thought the right. I thought that they already have because for who gets in place, like who takes over for the time, and then who has to run, or how it works. And I just thought the Republican Party, like Pence would come in, interim president, then the speaker's technically like third in line, or like second right. in line, right? So how it? That's that would be like on. Say like. Trump had like passed away like year yeah. like year one into the presidency. That's like standard operating procedure. But I I like looked up what happens like okay say like during an election. Like I was like, what happens if he dies like mm-hmm. right before the election? Like say he say like he passed away from the COVID okay. complications on November second. Or any time like now, between before then, you can't take 
the the ticket is still gonna show Trump Pence. Like it's not gonna show Pence and somebody else. It's still gonna be like Donald Trump and Mike Pence. So hold on, let me I wrote it down. Cause I was like super confused. No. Well. Okay. So the ticket's still gonna say Trump Pence. And then um So it still says Trump Pence. <laughs> Fuck, I keep repeating myself. After that, like say, say uh, Biden okay. lost and Trump Pence still won. Pence, I don't think Pence necessarily becomes the president right away. I think he's just interim because it, because it like happened. Yeah, he'd be like acting, but because like. It it's happen like it happens before an election. It just wouldn't be a good thing for him to pass okay. away right now. Mm-hmm. Just leave it at that. Because it, it would just be, it it just it would become a giant shit show. Be one come come election time personally, dude. It's gonna be closer than a lot of people think. In what way? And like people, well, like. Remember before the 2016 election, like Hillary was like leading in the polls. And then Trump won. Right now, Biden's winning in the polls. And it's not by like a wide margin. It's like, I think it's like like 40 something to 40 something. So it's still close. So I think that's that's why Trump went back to work is because he's like, I need to show people that like, I can still mm-hmm. be president. Like, you know what I mean? Cause it's all about, it's all like, it's all about optics. It doesn't really have to do anything other than that. Like he needs to show people that he can still perform the duties of, like of the president of the presidency. <clears throat> well, he's just trying to let people know like, Hey, I'm a, he's, He's trying to let people see mm-hmm. that, like, hey, I'm okay. Like, but he's going about it in the like completely wrong yeah, way. He's just trying to like, show that he's better than a pandemic type virus. He's like, I feel better than I did 20 years ago. It's like, bro, you're fat as fuck. You weren't yeah, fat as fuck 20 years obese, ago. Poor guy. But anyways, uh, <laughs> no, but uh. Even going off there, like it's um, it's just scary, scary times, man. Scary times trying to get that election going with and that man and COVID still existing and some people not acting like it does, but it's just like another day, same year, exactly same, same what shit. Are you do, another bro? day, you know? Yeah. This year's just crazy like yeah. that. I, I'm just keep an eye on everything and then just vote how What's I was going to originally vote anyways. And then hopefully 2021 mm-hmm. people can start getting their fucking you're out of shit there. together. <clears throat> we'll see. We'll try to smuggle you up. JK feds, JK feds. We're not, we're not, we're not well, there... anybody up. <laughs> no, I, I, 
I would hope by 2021 that mm-hmm. the border restrictions have lessened. But like flu season is about to be a, an animal all on its own. I haven't even had time for flu season this year. I'm just like, I think we're gonna. I'm good. I'm good. You got COVID, bro? You good? The mic didn't. Mute, <laughs> no, I was. All good. <laughs> no, I, I'm just thinking like, if we haven't gotten like a handle on, like stopping the spread of the coronavirus now, like, what are you gonna do when people just start getting sick because of like a seasonal? Like a seasonal illness that a lot of people get. It's interesting because you bringing that up just kind of shoots me back to yesterday. Um, Brianna's sister made the pose the question of, do you think that with this pandemic and depending on how much longer it goes on and how it's handled, that will become a society that accepts masks for your day to day and everything like that. So I think you, no, well, that's, people well, are, that's what I said. I said, people you know, are fucking nuts. I want to believe, cynical me wants to believe that, no, we're in North America and it'll never be accepted. It's just not a thing. However, with the population that Vancouver tends to have and the fact that culturally they culturally they wear their masks, even at a slight cough, you know, and um, at least in Vancouver, I could see it possibly yeah. going that way. Also, the fact that transit here is still mandatory to wear your mask so i think it depends how it's handled i told her that it, it could go it could go both ways depending where you live like i don't believe it'll ever be a federally mandated or accepted thing i think it'll come down to little municipalities or even little maybe provinces at most that kind of take in um the kind of um move to you know using masks when you feel a cough or just in general when you like it's flu season Uh, I don't know I've seen more people like there's like a mask mandate here and I've seen more people not wearing a mask than I have seen wearing a mask (laughs) Uh, no 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 fuck fuck anyways I, I could I could go on like a I can go on like a thirty minute tangent about how you know fucking if inconsiderate. Hear, and if the people want to hear it, they gotta let us know. Like <laughs> let us know, know what they want to hear. And if they want to talk about the mass and they want to give their input, feel free. But moving away from that, because that's gonna be some Yeah, you know, I'm <laughs> here's here's all I'm gonna say. I net like I don't okay. like wearing it. Like I just like don't because I'm one of those people who like I I get like kind of fidgety from like my anxiety and like it's just natural for me to touch my face. So like when I have the mask on my face, it just like kind of gets irritating. So like I don't like wearing it, but will I wear it? Yeah, because it's not it's not like about my safety more so as it is like you got to be mindful yeah. of like everybody else around you. That's all I'm gonna say about it. That's why. I, and that's why I get so mad when you, like, see people, like, not wanting to wear it. Because it's like, yo, like, 
not necessarily are they trying to protect you like they are trying to protect you but it's also like you gotta think of like no i, I everybody I, else to, around you to piggyback off yours i've i feel the exact same way i'm not a big fan of wearing them thus far it's not so much having it on my face i think it's the fact that i wear glasses so it steams up a lot um so i'm just trying to find a mask that yeah that too has like a nose you like a nose different ways um or at like at different points so i've tried three or four different companies so far like it but i'll wear it doesn't really do much to me yeah no anyways also because i have to update um you boys sitting at three and one we lost this week we ain't undefeated no more and that's okay that's okay because um i'm not getting in the we will reload and we will come back next week bigger faster and stronger and i'm not one who likes to you know, hurrah to injuries, but I happen to be the blessed owner and a believer in Kareem Hunt, and that Chubb injury has just opened up the line for me to plug Hunt in even more so at every lineup. <laughs> Pause. Every lineup. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you said Chubb and Hunt. You said Chubb and plug you know, in the same sentence, you know, bro. Hunt is going to be Pause. in my lineup top five. RB, let's go, let's go. That's got me hyped for at least three weeks. Looking to looking around six. That's that's a good portion of the season. You, yeah, you'll be pretty blessed. I'm I'm just like I'm such a like. I don't pay like. Do you uh, when you're watching football and you're playing fantasy, how often are you on your fantasy app? It's it's bad sometimes. Like I have to be. I'm gonna be honest with you because here's the thing. I See, can try, but I know there's people who are gonna listen to this and they're gonna check me. I can't lie on the internet. And no, I. It's one of those things where if I'm if I'm busy out, depending what I'm doing, I'm trying to stay off of it, and I'm I'm trying to make a. Sometimes it doesn't look like I'm making an effort, in all honesty, to stay off of it. But, man, there's sometimes that you just, I feel like I put a lot into, like, building a team at some, like, some years. And I just got to sit there and see, like, reap the rewards. And sometimes that immediate, that immediate, like, little tally of, you know, I have the Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins stack. So seeing that automatic tally of, like, 14 points automatically go up, you know, it's kind of nice. <laughs> sometimes you get the... 14 to 20 points on a play, and you're sitting there just like, ah, all right, so that's so nice to see. <laughs> so here's me. I, I like enjoy playing fantasy for the fact that, like, this is the only time I'll gamble on something, and that's fantasy football. Other than that, like, like I don't like that feeling of losing money. I, I went to the casino, I want to like gamble at the casino, like. I could count on one hand how many times I've gambled at the casino, and I've never won money. Like it's like the worst feeling. Okay. So like that's why I don't like gambling. So fantasy is like fantasy's fun for me because I like football, and then it's like an opportunity to win like a large amount of money without like, you know, 
right. Yeah. You know, and you get to like talk shit with your friends. But on the flip side, though, like, on the flip side, though, like, I like football so much that I can't stare at my like fantasy football app while the, like I can't be checking my score while games are on because okay, okay. That's... I'm gonna get like frustrated mm. and then start and then start hating the football games. So what I do is is in the morning, I set my lineup, and then I watch football. And then right before the night game, I check my score, and I watch the night game. And then I'll check my score after the night game. Okay. Like, I I have to stay off the app. Otherwise, I'm going to start, like, cursing out, like, <laughs> Russell Wilson for throwing an interception. Like, like I can't, I can't be, like, fully invested in it. Like, I can't. It's going to – I feel like it'll – like – I enjoy watching football so much I can't like ruin it for myself by like paying attention to my fantasy app and being like, oh fuck man, like why why isn't this person like catch a pass? I was like, yo, what the fuck is this coach doing? Like I can't like I wanna watch football for the fact that I enjoy like the game of football. I think not for I think fantasy. The problem too is I haven't watched a ton of football. Like I find myself catching up with highlights or just checking Especially this year, I just haven't had time to really, like, tune in on Sundays. I've usually been working. So maybe that's also an issue is that I'm not watching the game, so all I have to connect me to football is my app. And if my app notifies me that or a big play or something's happened, they're really good at sending notif- They're really good at sending the right notifications to get you to check, you know what I mean? Like, a big play by this player has happened, or this person has scored. But... <laughs> All right. So speaking of those, speaking of those notifications, <laughs> it's a perfect segue. I already into the no, so. Did you did you watch the documentary that social dilemma? Did you watch it? Couldn't convince him to watch it last night. I don't know. Maybe they just don't want to. Believe what do you mean you couldn't convince him to watch it? Here you're gonna spit the gospel, and now I'm gonna try to listen and then bounce off whatever you have because I feel like a lot of this has also been talked about. So. Hit me with it. So it's a social dilemma. It, it right? was like Someone. a... It, they're talking about like social media and it's a lot of people who've like worked for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And like, they just talk about how like that, you know, the algorithm algorithms and stuff and like how the apps are basically like kind of they kind of force feed you certain things and they kind of like trick you to open up the app so that you spend more time on them. Like how you were saying like, Oh yeah. Like the fantasy football app is like, is really good at uh, sending you notifications. It's like, yo, they do that because if they can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. What these, these apps are just really good at like basically tricking you into, into using them and like, getting trapped on the timelines kind of deal. And I don't know, like, it it was just, like, an, it was an interesting, like, it was just interesting to see, like, everything that I kind of already knew be explained in, like, a lot more depth. It definitely didn't, like, scare me away from social media, which I think is what they were kind of trying to do. Like, there's there's one guy in there who looked, like, a fatter Michael Moore, if you can believe that. But it was, uh, 
he was like, yeah, I try and get people to like stop using social media all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, like, like why? Like there, there's like, yeah, there's negatives associated with social media, but there's also like a lot of positives. Like, for example, that you and I are in different countries, but we can still talk to each other all the time. Like, and like, you can get a lot of information through social media, like news accounts are starting to use it more. Like, it's just a lot of, like, there's a lot, there's a lot of positives that come with social media. And I feel like a lot of the negatives that come out of social media are a lot of like self-inflicted wounds. Like people do it to themselves. Kind of deal. Yeah, like, you know, by not, all right, you, but like I said earlier, like, all right, you see something online and then you just like taking that for like 100% of what it's worth like from what they're saying rather than going and like taking the time to like look into other sources to fact check before you, before you like, you know, actually believe it yeah. or before you like make an informed decision on something. It was like, like they bring up the, like the whole Pizzagate thing in the documentary about how like the, this one dude got like so tricked into believing Pizzagate was like an actual thing that, he went to like a pizza place, a pizza parlor, like with a gun, like where are the children? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like that comes from him, like not going and like actually fact checking the shit before telling them. But like, that's what, you know, that's why not, not everybody needs to like, Man. Be on the internet. If I'm being honest, there's some people I there's some people I see like tweet some shit, and I'm just like, how, like somebody take this person's phone away yeah. or their laptop or like whatever the fuck they're tweeting off of. Yeah, no, because this I, motherfucker is stupid. I don't know. I even <laughs> I personally, I get I get flack because I don't really post a ton on Instagram. I think I was talking about this last time, but. I don't know. I just don't think it's a big deal for you to really know the ins and outs of my life and my personal relationship. And especially on social media, people are looking for anything to to kind of peg you on, I feel like, at points. Obviously, it depends on your audience. But if, you, if you're kind of like me and you don't keep a lot of your stuff very private, you just like you don't privatize it on the media itself. You just kind of privatize it, curate it yourself. Um, but. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've seen, like, my page recently, but, like, I recently just, like, the only picture I have up there is, like, that photo from, like, the Blackout Tuesday thing. Other than that, like, I did, like, a whole, I just, like, archived everything. So, like, the pictures are still there, but, like, yeah, I just, like, kind of archived everything. I post a lot in general. When I do post, it's something I just feel like putting up, but it's not a lot of... It's not a lot of detail. It's a moment in time that I really liked, or it's a photo. There's something in it that caught my eye for sure, and I felt like someone should see it. And my captions are always, I don't know, there's like a range of stuff. It's just a just a thought. So I don't really ever think too much into it. You know, I, yeah. Like when the likes went away on Instagram, I 
I was never, I don't know, it's, it's, it's the social media that I like the least, I think. I've always liked Instagram the least, the layout, everything. I never liked it. I never embraced it when it first came out. It wasn't for me because I was never big on first taking photos of myself, so I wasn't going to post them. So, yeah, that's hands down, that's my favorite. Twitter's my favorite. Like, I, I think people on Twitter are hilarious. And, like, it's, uh, like, fuck, it's annoying now, though, because ever since, like, <laughs> ever since, like, Trump started going buck on there and, like, putting out all this false information and stuff, that they've, like, kind of, sh- like, been stricter on the Twitter guidelines. But for a, for a long-ass time, though, like, you could, people get wild on fucking Twitter. Like, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. That's true. At all. Mic keeps. Yeah. Oh, did it? Why'd you say your mic cut out? No, look at me because it's construction. Yeah. But I have the window closed. Yeah, construction. No, um, no, no, no. Uh, Dude, but what were you saying? I don't know. People like people on uh, people on Twitter are still wild and out. There's so much stuff on there. There's so much free stuff that people put on there. Um. People post photos, videos, recordings, whatever. And if you don't even take it correctly, you can just hide a whole bunch of information too until it gets out to too big. Like I, there's so many times True. when I wanted to go look something up, I'll look it up and I'll, you look it up with the hashtag and you can't find anything. The only reason I know what's going on is because a user I follow who maybe is into that stuff and tweets about it will post something so I can go to their page quickly and they're kind of low-key putting that information out. Or they'll put, they're putting, like, twit longers and stuff like that. It does get caught eventually, but a lot of the time, yeah. once the information's out, it's damage is done. It's out there. People have taken copies of it. They've downloaded it. They've screenshotted it. Whatever. So, it's, um... Yeah, I don't know. For me, that's, like, that's, like, my yeah. favorite app. I'm definitely, like, addicted to just, like... Because, I don't know what... I'm just, like, addicted to scrolling through it. And, like, it's also, like, going to the trending topics, like, when like when something funny's happening, That's like, going I to the trending topics certain... is, like, hilarious. My Twitter my Twitter went from me following a... <laughs> I think it was a two and a half years, three years back when I started to really start to use Twitter a lot more again. And I maybe four years back. Um, I did a massive purge of my follow list because I'd been following, like, just artists and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't want any of this. And slowly started to get up on certain, like, comedians or maybe even just people off Twitter who are funny. And I started to go from there. And I kind of like how how my page is curated at this point. It's, like, a good mix of serious stuff, a good mix of some, some good journalism, and then a lot of just memes, a lot of just, like, laughs people posting things about sports and stuff it's good yeah i don't i don't follow nearly as many people on twitter as i do on instagram and i think that's why i like it so much yeah it's an easier interface like i don't know i i think to use so i'm gonna just end it with uh yeah go watch the social level guys (laughs) and then get on And get off your fucking phones and go for a walk. That's all I'm going to say on that subject. I don't know, man. That's that's kind of like all 
I no, really wanted to get it. into today, unless you, you know, got it's good. something else. It's episode two. We're back. A few little, a few little problems with the mic right now, but you know we're sounding Hopefully. crisper. But we're gonna Hopefully get by, uh, technical difficulties figured out. Please bear with yeah. us. Still a learning curve, especially like filming from, not filming. Yeah. Recording. We'll get it figured Recording out. from two different locations. No, if not, we'll figure it out. But uh. But uh, yeah, we're gonna get. Yeah. Have our Instagram up and running. By tomorrow. With all the, hopefully with some links on there for where you can go, and listen yeah, to the I podcast. It'll be good. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Yeah, I hope hope everybody is staying safe out there. As you can as well. Take care of your mental. It's a big thing these days. I can't stress it enough. I've I haven't always been the best at it, but take care of that. That shit's important. <laughs>